Ty Brady here with Brady Insurance Marketing in the Ty Brady Way. As a successful entrepreneur myself, I'm passionate in helping other entrepreneurs do the same as they rise from rags to riches and get inspired each week on the stories they tell here at the Ty Brady Way. Welcome. Uh, I wanted to talk about an opportunity in the under 65 or ACA market as it's commonly known as. Uh, John, you're, uh, you've been helping me out and facilitate a lot of this. What are some things you'd want to go over with the folks we have today on why they may want to get in this industry? I know for me, I stayed away from the ACA or under 65 market for a long time. I dabbled in it when I first got in the market, you know, when it first came in the market to kind of add it to what my portfolio was already doing. But it seems to be that it's gaining a lot more traction, a lot more momentum. There's a lot more incentives. So what are some of those that we can talk about here today and, and what that might look like? Well, um, first of all, I just want to uh, kind of ring the bell as far as like what the ACA is, because I think that there can be a lot of misunderstanding yeah. around it. Mm -hmm. um, so one thing I want to point out is that the ACA is a law. It's not insurance. A lot of people think that ACA is an insurance plan and that they're buying insurance from the president or the government but they're, they're not, it's a law that insurance companies have to abide by. Um, so, you know, one of the things that I wanted to point out that a lot of people might not realize about health insurance is that it can be very lucrative. Yeah. Um, you know, you can, your average commission is like $20 per person per month, up to a household of five. Um, your average household size is 2.2. Yeah. So you're making a pretty good commission on that, very comparable to Medicare. Yeah. You know, another thing is that those commissions pay as long as the policy is enforced, just like Medicare, which is nice. Yeah. Um, one, another really important part is compliance. Uh, compliance comparatively to Medicare is very easy. Or annuities or life insurance. Yeah. yeah you're talking, it's, mm. I mean, there's some compliance, but not nearly. Right. Yeah. It's not as strong as... Uh, Medicare, as far as restrictions, there's not really any restrictions as far as marketing for ACA. So in other words, you can talk to anybody at any time about it. You don't have to get a scope of appointment just to talk about it. Yeah. Um, you know, so you can talk to anybody, you can market online. You don't have to, it's not just through the mail. You can market telephonically, you know, in any way you can think of, you can market. Yeah. So that makes it very nice. Um, I wanted to point out a couple of important steps if somebody's interested in moving forward with the ACA or with health insurance in particular. Um, the first step is to get certifi certified. There's what's called an FFM certification process. Um, and one thing that I think is nice is differentiate between Medicare and health insurance is that that, com um, that certification is free. Um, and it's really only time consuming for the first year. It's as far as like doing the modules one by one and completing the test. Um, really the first year is the, yeah. is the hardest after that renewals for, for, um, certification is very easy yeah. and very quick. So that's nice. Well, well you talk about that mm -hmm. certification is, I mean, I don't know how long it took me, but it is, it is definitely a lot easier than the first year that I did it. And the other thing that is, is there's more and more carriers coming into the market, which are making, yeah. you know, everybody across the board to be more competitive. Yes. I, I you know, that's a really good point. I don't know if, uh, if those that are watching or listening, 
what it's like in your market, but I've definitely seen that here and the markets that I work in. Um, Just as an example, Phoenix, Arizona, when I started working in the marketplace several years ago, I noticed it was very difficult to find doctors that would accept ACA plans. Um, I've noticed through the years of working there that it's getting more and more Mm -hmm. easier to find um, doctors that accept ACA plans. So in more and more areas, it's becoming more uh, used and uh, there's more insurance carriers that are coming into markets. Um, So definitely good thing there. Um, There was a rule. Oh, one thing I wanted to point out, if you want to get that certification, the website to do that is um, portal.cms.gov forward slash portal. So portal.cms.gov forward slash portal. That's the website to go and get your FFM certification. Um, One little quick blip is that there was some new rules that were made in 2023 for consent and eligibility review. Those are some forms that we have to complete when we do an enrollment with somebody. Um, those Which are just smart. I mean, actually, it, it, yes. yeah, I mean, it's actually very good. So people are like, what? I'm like, come on, really? <laughs> it protects them and it protects it, it, us. Yeah, that's right. It, it does. So, you know, one thing I actually answered yesterday with an agent that asked me a question I thought was very important. And it's about this rule is that, you know, uh, they had a concern about offering health insurance as far as liability and talking about taxes and premium tax credits with somebody and having somebody have some sort of issue with their taxes and coming back to the agent and blaming the agent. They had a concern about that. Well, this new rule actually, that's one of the reasons why they created it because it it makes us as the agent uh, sign a form that that person understands their taxes or tax credits, how it works and their eligibility notice. So it relieves us from that liability. Sure. And so it protects the client as well as us. Um, so important thing to go over is the federal exchange and the state-based exchanges. That's different per state, correct? That is. Yeah, okay. Yes. So there is most states, 33 of them, are federal-based exchanges or federal marketplace. That is healthcare.gov, which most people are familiar with. So 33 of the states, most people can go to healthcare.gov and get themselves enrolled. Um, 17 of the states are state-based exchanges. That means that you have to go to the state website and get yourself enrolled through that way. If you're an agent, you have to get certified on the state-based exchange with that state-based exchange. Okay? Yeah. Does that make sense? So now, for those that are working in a federal marketplace, uh, the 33 states, we have a, a really awesome platform called Health Sherpa that is completely free. And Health Sherpa is an enhanced direct enrollment system. That means that it's connected to healthcare.gov directly. Uh, yeah. Confession. <laughs> yes. I used it for the first time this year, and that is phenomenal. Right. I, I got it the first time. And it took me a little while to get it all connected and figured it out. But I'm telling you, I, I'm not going back to awesome. Yeah, exactly. It was awesome. The, the other ways? No. That's, yes. I'm, I'm sold. Because if you've ever gone to healthcare.gov, it's not fun. It's not a great website. It's not very easy to use. And plus, you know, if you call somebody at the healthcare.gov assessment center, it depends on who you're going to get if you're going to get any help. Yeah. You know, um, so Health Sherpa is really easy to use. Um, so it makes the enrollment process, as far as an agent quoting and enrolling somebody, very easy and very quick compared to healthcare.gov. And it's, again, it's, it's directly connected. Um, it's also really awesome for consumers 
as an agent, if you have a HealthSherpa account, you could send out or post or embed on your website a link where anybody could come and shop for themselves. And if they enrolled, you would actually get credit. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yes. Yeah. So it actually allows you to market like online, Facebook or whatever, an ad or something like that, where people could go and jump on your post, get themselves a quote without ever talking to you and enroll themselves and you would get credit and get paid. So it's a really cool system. It's totally free. It has CRM capabilities. Um, and what we would suggest is that you uh, actually join us, the Brady Insurance Agency on Health Sherpa. Um, and if, if you were to do that, you would go to healthsherpa.com, request an account, and then you'd want to put in the Brady Insurance Marketing Agency code. That code is B43A. Again, that's b 4 3A. Now, one of the benefits that you get from joining the Brady Insurance Agency on Health Sherpa is that you're going to get direct access to our support line. So that means you would have uh, support all the time, you know, five days a week, uh, all year long, as far as health insurance uh, and ACA goes. How do I enroll this person? What's the rules in this state? What carriers are available? What, how do I work Health Sherpa? Any questions you have, you would have support at our support line as long as you join Brady Insurance Marketing on Health Sherpa. Um, so I thought really important, you were just mentioning earlier about the carriers that are getting more and more into the health insurance space because yeah. I remember when it came out, I started, it, it was a, everybody didn't know how to, how to work it. It was brand new. Yep. And so you had carriers coming in and coming out and going in and coming out, dipping their toe in to see what it's like. And so we've had, uh, through that time since 2010, I think that the carriers have gotten more used to how to manage uh, the risk pools and everything with the ACA. So that being said, I wanted to point out that we have a lot of carriers available for contract. Um, through Brady Insurance Marketing and Kellogg. I was just to point out a couple of the, of the few is uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Texas, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Minnesota, uh, CareSource, Cigna, Aetna, Ambetter, Molina. That Oscar. list goes on and on. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a whole set. Yeah. So you got a whole lot of carriers available for contracting. So no matter what state you're in, you should have something available through us. Yeah. Okay. Um, off exchange contracting uh, for carriers. So let's just say somebody does not qualify for a tax credit. They make too much money or they want to get some kind of a national PPO plan. A lot of these ACA plans or health insurance plans or HMO plans for their state. Maybe somebody travels. They want to get some travel insurance or some other kind of plan that's off of the exchange. We have contracting for those carriers yeah. too. Um, group health insurance. We also have contracting for certain carriers or select carriers, depending on that. If you're interested in group insurance, give us a call. We'll talk. Um, I, you know, one thing I didn't really get a chance to go over with you right here is this, this item right there. Oh no, that, that that's a question I was going to ask. What about leads, right? Yeah. <laughs> what about leads? We have leads, right? Okay. And, and there's many different options. I mean, there's leads that'll cost a quarter. There's leads that'll cost a hundred bucks. There's agents that don't buy leads, but it, that's what anybody that comes onboarding or gets on board, and then as a, as a contract through us, we want to sit down and, and actually come up with a game plan. What are you willing to do? What do you like to do? And how do you want to market? Because you can earn, you can earn, uh, you can, there are plenty of ways to get leads, but what are you comfortable working and how do you want to work it? 
but many, many different options. I don't want to get all the details now, but there's many options. Like I said, there are leads that are a quarter. There are leads that, you know, are $100. There are leads that are direct transfer. There are leads, there's all kinds of opportunities. You know, and for me, if I was to start over and do this again, I think I would go to every little mom and pop restaurant, every mom and pop barbershop, every mom and pop nail salon, because a lot of those people are self-employed and I would start there. That's how I would do lead generation. Just stop in and say, what are you doing for your health insurance? You know, that's a tip that you guys could use if you'd like to. But I don't know that I would actually go and, and start right out of the gate buying leads. Maybe I would, maybe I wouldn't. But I, I think I'm a face-to-face guy. In my opinion, I'd rather go in and talk to someone face-to-face and, and uh, do it that way. But just a tip if you're trying to generate leads because it's either time or money. It's the time you spend talking to people or it's the money you spend getting your phone to ring. And that's the way it is. You know something I would like to say about health insurance is that because I personally have only purchased health insurance leads this year for the first time. Okay. Uh, My book of business, all of my health insurance that I've written has all been through referrals. Yeah. You know why? Because uh, people need help and they're usually so grateful after I help them with their health insurance that they want to refer me people. You know, they're like, you know what? You need to talk to so-and-so, you know, they really need this. My sister, my brother. Uh, Yeah. I I wrote one and then I got six more because it was all the siblings. That's right. Yeah. No, the referrals with health insurance are crazy. I, I honestly, I've, you know, I had a friend of mine once said it's like shooting fish in a barrel. It's honestly kind of the easiest uh, insurance to write because it's a lot of the time your average person is going to get a good tax credit and have a very low costing plan, if not zero. And mm-hmm. so most of the time they're very happy and happy to give referrals. So referrals are very common with health insurance. I just want to say that. Um, last thing I just want to point out is I think it's a good idea at this point in anybody's career to think about diversifying your streams of income. You know, instead of just having all of your revenue come from one line of business, um, diversifying a little bit. Yeah. You know, I mean, do you have any thoughts about that? No, I, I think that's the way, you know, I think the last five years, the game or the landscape has changed. And, you know, I was all in, you know, let's say Medicare health come products. Mm-hmm. I didn't dabble in annuities. I didn't dabble in life insurance. Um, I did a little bit of ACA, like very little. Um, but I think more and more Sorry. as I help people Sorry. that are aging into Medicare, I have to get a spouse on a health insurance plan. It's becoming more and more common. And it, what, I mean, it's nice to have everything all in one place Yes. and, and collectively, you know, I, I it's very smart. Yep. I completely agree. One last thing I just thought it would be wise to point out is that there, uh, if there's agents out there that are interested in recruiting other agents or becoming oh, agency yeah. owners, yes. that, that, uh, that there are override contracts available for health insurance. Yes. I think that's an important point. You know, just uh, again, that's a diversification if you're an agency owner already. It's uh, just want you to know there's override available for health insurance. Um, so it would be good to, ver- to diversify. Um, last thing, just a thought is that if you are aware or have heard about the new CMS potential ruling regarding overrides for agency owners, uh, it does not affect the overrides for health insurance, ACA overrides. I just thought that would be a point to, to point. You're out. talking Medicare, the Medicare. Like, Excuse me. The yes. Medi- yeah. So yes, the, I don't, Medicare is going to be as it is. I don't think it's going to change, but there's a lot of talk about that right now. So good point to bring up, but yeah. it, your override is not affected ACA under 65. Um, their contracts are still intact and still be available. Yep. I think that's all I really had for today. All right. You know what? As always, share, like, and subscribe, and we'll catch you on the next one. 
Thank you for listening to another episode of the Type Radio Way. As always, share, like, and subscribe. Um, go to Instagram at ty.r.brady. And as always, love hearing from you. And let me know what you want to learn on the show or what you'd like me to bring up on the show. Thanks. You can find the Ty Brady Way on Instagram as well as Facebook. To stay connected with giveaways and Ty himself, go ahead and follow at ty.r.brady on Instagram as well as Facebook. This podcast was recorded, edited, and produced by Whitney Face Media Marketing. The theme music is an excerpt from Hot Chicken of the Woods by Isaac Joel.